Zarius. Recording in progress. Game Master. Progress in recording. Maho. What you want, fool? Jeb, are you still stunned? (laughs) (laughs) He's still floating. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Or sinking slowly. Yeah. Loop. 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 Glunk. I'm trying to think of how many underwater combats I've been involved in, and I think that's like the third one total. Period. Yeah, like yeah. they're 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 a pain in the ass for players, and they just end up make they just end up hating it. And they're a pain in the ass to run because you're always having to look up supplementary rules. Mm. I don't believe I've ever had an underwater combat that was strictly underwater. I had them a good bit in first edition, and of course there were special rules for every single spell you near about gassed. I ran it once specifically because the whole point of that campaign was to to use monsters that I'd never seen in games before, but they're in the monster manuals. And there's a fuckload that are just for aquatic adventures. There's some cool ones. Uh, I can't remember which one it was I wanted to use, but I'm pretty sure it killed Kevin. And you couldn't even kill Kevin with a, an aquatic combat. That's embarrassing, man. <laughs> well, I mean, there there is the option for like an Atlantis style campaign. They've they've mm-hmm. there are player races that are aquatic elves and merfolk and song queens. Sahagwins. There's one there's one player race where you can't be more than a mile away from the ocean or a large body of water without dying. And it's like, well, I guess that's very campaign specific. (laughs) Like on one hand, you know, like if you're, if they're all playing aquatic races and everything acts like normally, if you have a swim speed and you don't have to worry about certain things, like the only thing you have to worry about is certain spell effects. Then it's just like playing on land, and uh, it's except well, it's, it's like of. playing on land if everyone can fly. Yeah, it correct. Is, it is yeah. 3D. <laughs> Makes you wonder: Do lobsters think that fish fly? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Lobsters can get a good can get a good clip through the water too. Like they're not they're completely bound to the water. <laughs> they're the penguin. They're the penguin of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> of the ocean. Just as tasty. Yeah, do the crabs swim or do they actually squirt they water behind them? They swim like they have actually I don't know. The the blue crabs have paddles for feet. Yeah, they got those mm-hmm. paddles and they somehow okay. parlay that with movement into swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty All impressive right. for a for a small tank. But it's sideways any kind, of, any kind of swim speed. It's not very exact though, because you're going fucking sideways. And you're like, <laughs> no, they only go sideways on land. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they, when they swim, they swim straight uh, face forward. Oh wow! Mm. So basically, little underwater submarine people, creature people, not people, but we don't want crab people. They so. might be people. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Look like crab, taste like people. They're delicious people. <laughs> Butter. Was that South Park? I don't know. Crab people. Crab people. Look like crab. Taste like people. (laughs) Except it was the other way around, maybe. I can't remember. It was creepy and it was funny. (sighs) Look like people. Taste like crab. 
Have you seen the ethically sourced human tofu? Oh, Lord. Excuse me. <laughs> it is um, tofu that is designed to taste like people. No. For vegan cannibals. No. What? what? Huh? No. Vegan cannibals? Now you're just being silly. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that, that should just be I didn't create strange. that shit. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you just have the audacity to repeat it. <laughs> Fa fabricating <laughs> misinformation. Or thereby lending them legitimacy <laughs> that they don't deserve. This is not me verifying or lending any legit legitimacy. This is me inviting you to laugh at these people along with me. No, we're blaming you for this. It is your fault. <laughs> Vegan Apparently. Cameras. I didn't know about this before now. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now you have that little nugget of ridiculousness in your brain that you I can that laugh show. at, at our, our race of people and go, eh, humans are stupid. Mm -hmm. I never claimed to be a human. Like that, uh, I watched a video, I think today, with a girl eating what she thought were vegan eggs, and she was just amazed at like how they got it to look so much like a hard-boiled egg. Like it's, she's like, it's even in the shit in this shell, and it's got that weird skin on oh, it. Oh God! And the lady who was watching the video of this girl eat goes, uh, "Those, those are eggs of the chickens who were on a vegan diet," which is also <laughs> strange and shouldn't be possible, but you know it is. So this girl was eating eggs, and she was just like, "I just don't know how they get taste so much like an actual egg." And it's like, "Cause it's an egg, you dumbass." <laughs> And you just broke your vegan vows or whatever. Maybe that's why. They're they're making all this vegan food a lot like real food. So eventually they can just act, actually give them real food again and they'll never know. And oh, they'll man. be eating in ignorant bliss. So the vegans will break their veganage and no longer have their superpowers. Right. Yeah, you say yes. this is like a psyop from factory farmers to make sure mm -hmm. vegans are still eating eggs, <laughs> cruelly sourced eggs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't feed our chickens worms. We only feed them vegan grains. We only feed them steroids. <laughs> vegan steroids. <laughs> feed them grains and pump them full of drugs. Oh, man, chickens are oh, fucked up. Chickens will eat chicken eggs. You know, it's yeah. like Chickens, chickens will eat chicken. Yeah. <laughs> don't do. give well, that, that's technically what chicken eggs are. Well, <laughs> if they're, if they're, they're fertilized, <laughs> if they're fertilized, yes. If not, then they're just the uh, chicken periods. <laughs> that's what I Either said earlier. That's funny. Chicken. Uh. Chickens without souls. Mm. I mean... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every chicken sandwich you get that's not from Chick fil A. Oh, fuck Chick fil A. Yeah, if it's not for Chick fil A, it doesn't have any soul, as we all know. Wait, no, that's terrible. Chick fil A's yeah. chick chicken is awful. Okay. Yeah. I did oh, like no. the. Uh, there was, they uh, put sugar in the batter. There was this funny video I watched for the, the guy goes to Chick fil A and. Uh, he orders a chicken sandwich and he goes, uh, thank you. And then the guy goes, oh, let this inside give him the orders like, oh my God, uh, our pleasure. And as soon as he says our pleasure, there's a picture of the owner of Chick-fil-A and he's like sucking the soul out of the guy. Every time he says it's our pleasure, he gets a little bit more of the guy's soul and the picture gets younger. <laughs> what? It's real he's dumb. Sucking the life force out of it. It's the reason I like the internet is those dumb moments. I mean, I could yeah. use the internet to learn anything and instead i watched that 
Uh, Terrence and I were just talking about uh, how in the wild, spotted hyenas will live into their 20s. They're one of the longest lived um, scavenger species aside <laughs> from like that are a part of the cat slash dog genus. They're one of the longest lived 20 years in the wild. In captivity, they can, the oldest one was 41. And, you know, it was just kind of interesting that in captivity, these things live longer. And I was like, you know what? Imagine how long humans would live if we had captivity. <laughs> you know, if someone was taking care of all of our needs, like a zookeeper, you know, and I was like, fuck it, I'll go to a space zoo. Just make sure there's Wi-Fi and Crunchyroll. That's basically you now. <laughs> That's like real yeah, life. Yeah, except somebody else is paying my bills. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't, it doesn't have a diet, diet, a space dietitian or yeah, somebody keeping me alive, making sure I've got the highest quality health care. Sticking a weird alien finger in his butthole for medicine reasons. <laughs> medicine reasons. Medicine reasons. Well, let's not go too far down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the captive happy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got needs, damn it. That's how you get two birds stoned at once. <laughs> I thought she just put him in a cooler and blew him shotgun and shut the lid. No, that's the most that fun. kills people, Matt. <laughs> well, they're chickens. We already established they're not people. <laughs> wait a second. Wait. We jumped back to chickens now, not to captive uh, humans and <laughs> two birds. And their space stones. space. <laughs> I totally lost the thread of what we're talking about. I gotta start <laughs> drinking. So you have to start drinking? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally sober tonight. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking up my day. This is where we'll start. <laughs> no. We'll put all that in. I should have got some drink. Okay, uh, get a drink. Yeah, go ahead. I'll do that. <laughs> You're still yeah, stunned so you're for five more rounds. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, now you were you were up on two more rounds. Actually, by the end of that combat, oh, <laughs> plenty of time for a drink. This will be this will be twelve seconds of game time. So while Jeb's gone, I, I detect magic and search for treasure. Uh, you find a bunch of treasure on Jeb. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh, oh, he's not dead. <laughs> All right, give me your perception check as you were searching uh, the. The area. Yeah. Okay. Oh, please roll better than me. <laughs> I only got an 18 with a plus 15. <laughs> 18. Okay. Uh, you will find something immediately. Um, I was going to describe that. I rolled a 19 plus 13. 32? Okay. Well, first, let me talk about what uh, Valric. I had to look down. Sorry. Valric finds. <laughs> hey. I wrote it down. I don't care. I'm just happy that, that you said it. Don't ruin the moment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Valric, while you, while you see um, Zarius going over the, the area with a fine tooth comb looking for obviously goodies. A fine tooth comb to detect magic. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> fine tooth cone then. Um, you find something a little bit more obvious um, that, you know, your eyes sort of passed over Zarius, but you didn't really put much stock into it. 
Valric, you find a an enormous hunk of metal coming jutting up out of the or not enormous, but a very big hunk of metal jutting up out of the silt on the bottom of the cave floor. Hmm. It's sort of curved, and once you like kick a little bit of the um, or move a little bit of the mud and stuff aside, it looks like a half a chain link, and there is a chain attached to it. The the link itself appears to be bolted into the stone around it. It's all very slimy and rusty. Like it might be a chain to open a door? Um, the chain... Or to a drainage system. I just got a picture of like the <laughs> bathtub with the, with, yeah. with the little chain uh, stopper that you pull up and it mm-hmm. uh, drains the water down. The, uh, the chain leads off further down the caverns. But, so, you know, it's something to, that could be explored or something, something could be ignored. The... The re- you, Zarius, as you continue your search around, you find a, um, a it looks like a carved, well, not carved, really, just sort of a, a dingy alcove here in the, the wider area where it looks like the catfish would probably rest on the bottom and just slurp anything that kind of swims along. And you guys have been spotting, like, fish here, a lot of them sort of like... Uh, the kind of the kind of fish that like to dwell in lightless areas, but occasionally you'll see one of the um, more surface sunfish that has snuck snuck its way through the various channels here as well, uh, not looking so great, probably lost and uh, not finding much food. <clears throat> but in this alcove next to where the catfish probably dwell, you find a number of um, just piles of debris. Some of it are some of it old bits of armor, some of it uh, shattered bone. But as you continue to detect magic, you are attracted to a portion of it. And when you dig around there, you pull up a uh, spear that is giving off magic. And, and a hand crossbow. <laughs> 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 no, it did not end up there. You, you find a spear that's like giving off an aura of magic, and you also find um, underwater, it looks like a tattered piece of cloth, but the more you shake the mud out of it, the more clearly it becomes something else. Portable hole. <laughs> yes, it's another portable hole. Another party was here earlier. They also had a portable hole full <laughs> of monsters. Of course they'd have a portable hole. Everybody should have a portable hole. <laughs> Sorry. Does Jeb find his hand crossbow? Uh, yeah, you can find your hand crossbow pretty easily. Cool. Oh, sorry, I was trying to get my... I don't want to give you the wrong name. Make you guys fucking flip out because your hero lab is bringing up the wrong thing. So let me find the exact <laughs> fucking name. God, you just so hate hero lab because it's so much better than everything you <laughs> use. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. It should be Bye. easy to find. It's called P O R T A B L E. Or table. <laughs> Thanks, noob. Is that, Thanks. A, is that a bar thing? Thanks, noob. My <laughs> <laughs> humor is lost. 
That was uh. not. All right. Um, <clears throat> the the item you pull out looks like a sort of a kind of an almost shapeless brown garment, but it's in good condition despite all the mud. You realize once you shake it out into water, it clears off pretty quickly. So give me a give me a um. Got a nineteen appraise. I got a nineteen appraise check. Appraise to, to, right. to find any other things that's worth money. Okay, like yeah, I, you, like there's gold little bits and pieces, but okay. Sure. Thirteen plus uh, spellcraft, so nineteen. Nineteen, nineteen. Uh, you are unable to identify what actually, this item is. That should be a plus four. So actually, it'd be a twenty-three. Excuse you're, me. Sorry about you're, that. You're still unable to identify what okay. the thing is. Well, I know someone that's wise in the ways of magics, and show it to Malric. <laughs> Malric, instead of uh, no, I actually show it lady outside. All right. Um, that's a thirty-two spellcraft. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, you recognize this item as a monk's robe. Uh, when worn, this simple brown robe conforms great, uh, confers great uh, great ability in unarmed combat. If the wearer has levels in monk or AC and unarmed damage retreated as five levels higher, if donned by a character with a stunning fist feat, the robe lets her make one additional stunning fist attack per day. If a character is not a monk, she gains the AC and unarmed strike damage of a fifth level monk, although she does not add her wisdom bonus to AC. This AC bonus functions like a monk's AC bonus basic. So. Mm-hmm. And so for the you got high wisdom, it's a good robe for you. It does not add the wisdom box. Oh, <laughs> Spe- specifically says it does not. Oh, I thought it functioned like the the monk's robes AC. No, it gives if the. If you're not a monk, it doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. If it, it gives an AC bonus of their the monk like progression AC bonus, like the plus one, plus two, plus three is right. a big level, uh, but it doesn't add the monk's ability. So. It, it, it is, you also know it's a fairly pricey item, about worth about 13,000 gold pieces. Um, the spear, if anyone wants to roll for that. She does. Show that, <laughs> show that to her again. Hey, look at this too. This time it's a 27. What's spear it do? Power. Oh, it's not a spear. I'm stupid. It's a trident. <laughs> uh, Duh. Uh. Is it a trident of fish command? It is a trident of stability. This uh, <laughs> this sturdy but tarnished plus one trident has a wide metal bar at the bottom, perfectly suited to serve as a solid footrest or another step. Uh, this bar acts as an immovable rod, except for <laughs> instead of an activation button, the immobility power triggers whenever the wheeler faces one or both feet on the bar at the ends. Um, whenever the wheeler is no longer touching the bar with at least one foot, uh, the wielder remains in place and steps on the what? If the wielder remains in place and steps on the bar, she gains plus two, but ten bonus to their CMD when trying to resist effects to move them. Uh, the wielder is always considered braced for an oncoming charge, which is pretty good. Uh, if the wielder is falling, they may step on the bars in immediate action to halt the fall with a sudden jolt, <laughs> because they just take falling damage for the current distance falling. <laughs> What a weird item. It is a, it is a weird-ass item. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. And what is it called one more time? Trident of Stability. How much is it worth? Uh, 9,000. 
Cool. Nine thousand gold pieces. Eight hundred and fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so this is vendor fodder. Yeah. Here's a quick question. Sure. The spellcasters out there that cannot wear armor. Could they use the robes of the monk? Get the plus one AC? Yes. And get a plus one AC. And, and they'd also and they'd also be able to do martial arts. Correct. Yeah. Which I believe fifth level monk, their unarmed strikes do D eights or D sixes at that level. Really? Mm-hmm. Um let's see. Monk monk monk. I want that. Uh, uh, this is a body slot item. I don't know if that supersedes your blouse or whatever, but... It's a what? Body slot? Yeah. Body slot. Let's see. I don't yeah. know. It's a shirt. That's, Chest. That's probably a shirt. Okay. Well, then, yeah. You can probably do both. Then. Sweet. Uh, let's see. So, at fifth level, yeah, the, the unarmed damage is D8, and the AC bonus is plus one. I want that. You will never be unarmed. It's true. Not now. Yeah. I got that tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this AC bonus basically stacks with almost anything. Let me see. Uh, wisdom. Except for armor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight up plus one bonus. It even applies to touch. That's pretty cool. Ooh. Yep. But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't stack with armor. But that is, it just doesn't work with armor. Right. Like. No, no, not armor bonuses, but okay. like, like actual leather. physical armor. Okay, good, good, good. Leather, you can cast exactly mail. what I was gonna ask. You can cast like, mage armor to your to the cows go home and still get this bonus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, lady. You wear this shirt that we found in the mud in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> I press to digitate it clean. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> polish a polish a turd all you want. So a turd. Okay, if, if that's because I'll take Did you all want the turds that or something? That, no. The magical turds. The magical turds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I do think the trident's pretty neat for the ability to halt a fall, though. Always being braced for a charge is actually really good, believe yeah, it or not. That's pretty cool, too. But um, y'all can do whatever the hell you want with your treasure. Anyway, uh, those are the items you find, along with, uh, let's see. Actually, you know, Jeb, something that could be actually really cool is you could use the trident and then make it freeze in midair and then use it as a perch. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Um, yeah, but I'm not proficient with tridents. You're not? No. I thought it was a martial weapon. I'm not proficient with martial weapons. I except see. Except for rapiers. I see. A very specific proficiency set. You find 600 gold pieces worth of uh, gems and coin. As well as Zarius. Okay. So yeah, after Zarius is done scavenging and gleaning and passing on the good stuff. Um, which way you got... There's actually no way to head but forward or back, so you continue or on. Through that, or through that door. What door? The one the chain goes to. 
Oh, well, the chain goes deeper into the, the the chain goes deeper into the thing, but follows but follows the path right now. Oh, okay. Oh, so it wasn't like a little chain. The, the chain's attached into the rock, but not yeah. into some like little. No, no. Like it I just, had the image in my head. That it was like a little pop up thing that like through a door or something. No, no, no. It's it's just basically a huge like thi- fixed item like just bolted to the rock and then a stout chain coming off of it and de- oh, okay okay leading okay. into the silt at the bottom of the of the cavern the chain okay. is our <laughs> swim check remover <laughs> yeah i guess you could use it for that yeah you can you can pull yourself along the chain if you don't mind like you know being kind of low to the ground oh so and uh, once you suggest that, yeah, then the old man Pod Demelmark will <laughs> immediately jump on that idea. Wonderful idea, my boy. Wonderful. Excuse me. Wonderful idea. Wonderful. Uh, as he begins to uh, move along. Move along. You uh, 24 on my swim chat to continue onward. Okay, you're, gonna, you're not going to do the chain? Got it. You continue forward. Um, who's taking point? I guess that's my job. All right. You awkwardly flap your wings, trying to prove that underwater flight is both possible and effective. No. No, I'm just dragging myself along by the chain. Okay. Because <laughs> I got to focus. Okay. And also, I do have that thing where if I get within 10 feet of a trap, then I, even if I don't notice it, you got to roll to see if I notice it. Yeah, please remind me of that every session, by the way, because I'm never going to remember it on my organically. Is that serious? I'm very serious. I'm seriously asking you to remind me at least once a session when we're in the dungeon. All you have to do is if you, if he goes, oh my God, you've triggered a trap, be like, did I? Did I? Dun, 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 dun. Wait, do I have that? I thought I had that. Oh, God. Now you're going to confuse me forever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm stupid, right? Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) It was later revealed he did not, in fact, have that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I know I've got trap sense or trap finding. That's a specific rogue talent you have to take, I believe. Yeah. No, I don't have that. Oh, for God's Okay. <sighs> I sworn I had that. It doesn't come as like an ability of something else or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you, are you have an archetype that gives that to you? Um, the, the scout archetype. What is it? What it do, Shawty? It lets me do sneak attack on the charge. Oh, oh wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> I've got danger sense, which gives me a plus one reflex to avoid traps, plus one AC against traps, plus one rece- uh, perception to avoid being surprised by a foe. It re- replaces trap sense. And it stacks with trap sense. Aight. Anyway, I got a... 
Oh, I forgot this was leading up to a roll. What did you get on your perception? 30... 33. All right. Jeb, as you go, as you're dragging yourself along by the chain, um, methodically moving through the water, you come to a place where you perceive that the chain has gotten heavier, and you get to um, a a place where the chain is knotted up, but not not knotted up so much as. Um, you, as you feel around, you see that the chain is actually splitting off into three different directions. Uh, the the caverns themselves, however, do not look like they... The cavern itself does not look like it's going in any particular direction. Just at, at a certain point, you get a chain. There's a big wad of chain, and then shoots off toward the, the two walls. I point this out and, and one continues forward or just splits? Yeah, and, and one continues forward. I don't know if this means that um, there's two different pathways or if this leads to something else but it's something to take note of. We want to keep going straight. I suppose as good a way as any other way and that way we can't forget which way we came we just went straight yeah if we have to come back to it i mean do we want to see if these chains like pull if you if we tug on them did it pull the other way i don't think so like i'm trying to like I, what i'm envisioning is just like you know like chain like that's going across like that it's you know that it's i feel like it's like suspended is it not like taut suspended or is depending, it depending depending on the elevation of the floor it is sometimes suspended above the floor and sometimes touching it like it's obviously been here a long time because it is if you feel underneath it it's kind of worn a groove a little one into the stone mm. the the point he's talking about and shows to you you see the chains coming off the the knot itself sort of go uh, left and right and and slightly upward toward the walls of the uh, the cavern. Mm-hmm. But the one straight ahead just stays like the same. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'll keep going straight. All right. Keep going straight. Uh, it's not that far ahead where I'm just going to go with the same perception check. You find um, another thing like before, maybe 50 feet ahead, chains jutting out into the walls. Continuing <clears throat> forward because right. I don't know what to do with this information. Okay. Actually, now I'm, yeah, I'm starting to think maybe. Go ahead. Since we're since we're seeing the chains going into the walls, I want to go look at one of these chains in the wall and see if there's like some kind of passage thing that would be opened up if the chains were moved or what the chain necessarily would do. Is it going to be solidly anchored into the wall 
or is it going to move somehow if some, something press, um, pulls on it or something? All right, Zarius, you swim over to the chain uh, and look at it. Make a, I guess, make a perception check as you kind of trying, trying to root through the mud and gunk. On 26. The All right. Eventually you find with your finger that there is just a very narrow opening that the chain goes into the wall. And as you explore around, you feel that there are like just almost imperceptible cracks in the stone. Uh, do you have knowledge engineering? We got knowledge. I got all the knowledges. Okay. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I mean, Just not awesome like not awesome <laughs> like Lady Outside. But I do have them, <laughs> and I suck. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would be a nine. All right. Mm. Um, you don't. You can't even begin to fathom what's going on with these chains. Just like uh, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that they can they, they are not anchored to the rock. They continue into the rock. That is the only thing you can really surmise. Well, and I will I will explain that to everybody. I will actually show them the cracks around it. So the cracks are in the shape of maybe a portal, um, like a door or something. They, I will outline the cracks. Is it now that he's pointed that out, does anybody want to do perception or knowledge architecture? Do a perception, and because I'm a yeah. uh, um, oh, I got a decent perception for lots of money. I'm keen on patterns. I'm hoping that that I could use that. Okay. Okay. Good perception. I got twenty five perception. Okay. Thirty one. Best I've ever gotten <laughs> for her. Now you, now you know how it feels when you roll really good, and I roll better. That's how we feel when you <laughs> roll initiative. All right, Jeb, you can, you can actually add your trap sense to this roll. So, 29. All right. The the three of you, now that Zarius has pointed out, you see, you definitely see that there are more of these cracks in there. They've been here almost the whole time. You're, you've As soon as the you guys discover the chain down here, there are, the cracks are literally covering the entire cavern. They're just so small, so gunked over, so almost imperceptible and they look almost random almost but you pattern seekers you trap finders you intelligent types quickly realize that this is a stable design designed to fail on command we're in a trap you are in a collapsible tunnel Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it would take something of magnificent strength to collapse let's book it the fuck out of there so Let's go. basically like a chain, dragon strength. Yes, like a dragon's strength. <laughs> the chain is designed so that if a dragon grabs it, it can seal this tunnel off. Which means we're in the right direction. Excellent. Oh excellent. Now oh, he's got air in front of his face. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> excellent. Wonderful work. Terrifying, actually. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, real quick, Terrence, what would it take? Um, do we have it? And I'll actually say this out loud to everybody. Is there? A, do we want to somehow disable this chain so that this does not get collapsed behind us by something? Saying later on, pulls this chain that collapses us. Could do we want to try to disable this somehow? Um, uh, like 
somehow disable the chain, disconnect it somehow. I'm just I'm just throwing this out there so everybody thinks about it. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get to the last spot where we see one of these branch offs. You find a weak link and you hit it with your adamantine shit. Pop that weak link out. Boom. Chain separated. If something goes to grab the chain and collapse it, they're just going to pull a chain with them. You know what I mean? Unless they come back a little bit further past us and pull the chain. Well, then how would you disable them? At each one of these points. I don't know that our spells will last that long. Yeah, uh, I think it's best if we well, just hurry on too. through. Okay. I mean, it, it's a solid idea if it becomes a chamber we need to use more, more than once. Definitely, my boy, definitely. Yeah, but unless there's an actual dragon here that can grab these chains and tug it, I, I think the trap's pretty disabled currently. Dragons are not the only strong creatures. Wouldn't it be like weaker in case of explosion or something? I don't know. I feel like it's dangerous, but let's just keep moving. And if we do it quickly, maybe there's another way out. Who knows? Yeah. And besides, the whole life is dangerous. And maybe this is a Skyrim cave and the end of the cave will just open up to the beginning of the cave again. Yeah, we just find (laughs) that door that's got the bar across it. Yeah, there's always another exit out. Yeah, anytime I walk into a room, it's like, oh, the door won't open from this side. I'm like, oh, okay, so I don't have to worry about going all the way through this twice. <laughs> that was such a big improvement over fucking oblivion. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, you had to uh-huh. walk all the way back out the damn dungeon. The way oblivion <laughs> way more realistic as far as <laughs> caves go. <laughs> but um, handy okay. of nature to always have two exits to a cave. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are assuming that I have properly jaquayed the dungeon, so. <laughs> we all blankly stare at Terrence because we don't get the difference. <laughs> I will explain it to you uh, in, later on, but I got to actually take a very tiny break to pee. Oh, no, Jeff. Should we go smoke a cigarette? In my head, I'm going yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stop it. I got to edit these. I'll put them together later. I wasn't ready. Oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to say something. Jeff. Hippie Kaye. And Frank's. Chemtrails. Everybody else talk to all say chemtrails. Chemtrails. Contrails. Sorry. Contrails. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Clouds left from condensation of heated Jet machines. Engines. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this is the issue with taking breaks as we come right back. But we don't come right back. We're right back. I'm ready. I'm ready. Shut All up. right. I just had my Wii and I'm ready. Ooh. Yeah. Not, Wii. Not, really, not the video game. It was it was a piss. I took a piss. Uh, I right. figured you just ran around in the front yard going, Wee. I mean, I don't do that till like eh, 3 a.m. You know, it's really... also when he's pissing. Yeah, like, you know. Running around well, when you're outside, yard. you don't have to aim. It's nice. And you don't have to wear pants. Well, I mean, out here. <laughs> Mosquito bites. Mm. In this weather? Not in this weather, but that's another story. Well, if that's what you're doing at 3 a.m., that means yesterday morning you saw the 
lunar eclipse. I actually I did see it, the lunar eclipse at three in the morning because that's when I got out for fucking work yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a bad tooth. It's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> neat. How anyway. neat. <sighs> okay, now we're pulling on this chain. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> TPK. 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 I want this. I want this campaign to end just like the last one. (laughs) With two survivors. I enlarge myself and pull the chain. Oh wow. You're getting full full fucking Samson on us. All right. Um (laughs) you continue ahead down the dark, wet tunnel with the chain. Um you feel it's hard not to feel apprehension pulling yourself along with the chain after discovering that a hard enough tug will send the cavern uh, down around your ears, but... No, no, we're pulling it from the other one. <laughs> I'm not pulling the chain. I'm pushing myself. <laughs> but uh, eventually, like, the, the angle begins to change. The chain begins to climb off in towards the north or the up the side of the cavern and the the branches off of it change uh orientation as well and basically you realize the chain um spirals all the way down through the cavern like uh the ribbon of a candy cane (laughs) all anchored at strategic points to collapse with a hard enough yank however you're also not finding anything like much more dangerous finally you get to a point where the chain while back on the floor of the cavern gravitationally speaking stops and then disappears down a hole of its own it is from here in a small chamber that (laughs) It looks like everything has dead ended. I'll, I'll start looking for secret doors. All right. Or levers and shit to. Um, is the whole chamber filled with water, or is it still like... still filled filled with okay. water? And the the distance you guys have traveled uh, makes you a little bit worried about your spell durations if you have to go back. Oh, that's not a concern. I have a I have an ace up my sleeve. Oh, okay. he's gonna cast it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have that ace up my sleeve. Oh. So I've got a plus eleven to my perception. Right. Is this looking for traps or secret doors? Is not looking for traps. Um, uh, just give me the numbers for both. I will okay. also search since we're at a dead end. Sure. So if I'm looking for traps. Because this is dim light, that gives me a 16. Okay. Oh, 27. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Well, Jeb is kind of um, stumbling around in the dark, as it were. I found a chain again. Well, that's the same chain, Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> but this one goes this way. You turned you, around. You find a large block with uh, a large crack in the wall, much like many of the other cracks that this place has in it, that are obviously like the breaks that the trap sets off. But these breaks are not connected to any of the other breaks. It looks like a square 
a, a line, a square of a groove in a larger stone. Um, it appears to be some kind of door, but it's not uh, the kind of door that you can uh, find like a handle or an opening on. Um, but you have found a, a way of egress. You're, you're, you're pretty sure of it because you can see tiny, tiny, minuscule air bubbles um, occasionally bobbing up out of the little cracks. This is a um, device I can disable it. Does it does it push inward? Uh, <clears throat> you trying that? Yep. Okay. Um, you begin to push again. Uh, make a swim check, I guess, since we're since you need strength. <laughs> ah. We have a trident with an immovable rod. Cool. That's true. Use that as a brace pull. point for me yep. to. All right, then Push yeah, go, go ahead and give me this uh, the strength. I'll, I'll assist. Unmodif unmodified by your armor check. I'll, you know how. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I'll so, try and push as well. Okay. A 17. All right, 17 plus. A 15. Did you, get, did you get a help there, Jeb? Is an 11 help? Yeah, yeah 10 is more 10 than 10. Is, yeah. Oh, then no. <laughs> Sorry, I was adding my strength score to the natural one that I rolled. Oh. So yeah, Jeb's no help. Um, you don't feel like you, you feel like you probably could make some progress if you uh, kept at it, but you're probably going to need a little bit more um, backbone. Assistance. Yeah. I rolled an eleven to help, so that gives me a nine. All right, lady outside. <laughs> that doesn't help either. <laughs> oh wait, lady outside comes up and also doesn't help. All right, <laughs> this all right. is why I don't. <laughs> Insisting on things. See, um, see, I the will. problem is, you guys are going on on three. I'm going after three. So let, let's try again. <laughs> One, two. Oh, drink! I will drink an enlarged person spell. Um, okay. Potion. All right. Wings just flapping in behind me, stirring up the muck. <laughs> I rolled a lot lower. Okay. But uh, it's only only a ten. Only a ten. All right, your enlarged state um, gives you a little bit better vantage. You are able to use the trident to brace yourself. You push hard against it, and you feel like you feel like it was going to move, but you lose your footing. You slip. It's not. It's not working. The, your your new size is a little bit uncomfortable, daunting. Okay, you know I, rolled a, I rolled a 17 this time. All right, is anyone helping him on that one? I'll try. So, oh, yeah, 20 total. I, I assisted. I assisted as well with the 13. All right. You are. You finally all heave on three. Most of you all. Well, you know, I'm talking about <laughs> the, people who are, the people who are heaving, heave. <laughs> and with that heave, the stone sinks in. <laughs> You hear it scrape, and you see a, a flood of um, bubbles, basically just um, effervesce out of the the cracks. Uh, it just keeps flooding and flooding and flooding and flooding the, the bubbles. Uh, you get it about uh, two feet in, and it's just like a little narrow passageway, but it still needs to be another push. And, however, you've gotten it unstuck. 
No. Uh, no. Not I this rolled time. a three for one. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's I like, okay, it I, I think we, we, we've got the idea. We just got to do it one more time again. <laughs> all right. And, well, maybe one more time again. All right. Uh, hey, we, we may need to bust out the hole. Just saying. Say I got a all right, this 13 time, that time. I got a 18. All right. Yeah, Natural 18 20. this time. Natural 20, 13, 18. All right. Um, let's see. And that would turn five. Okay, cool. You finally push against it. It's <laughs> so hard that the thing just slides another uh, seven feet ahead of you. Uh, as it goes, it gets even easier. Just keep moving the feet. Just keep moving the feet. <laughs> the uh, yeah, paddling, pushing, shoving, and finally adjusting the trident, yeah. locking it in place again. Cling. It finally clicks. You can hear it clunk into the wall behind you. Water, like air, which apparently had been built up via pressure, um, finishes shoveling it behind you. You can see over the top of your head, about ten feet up, uh, the shimmer of the contact point between water and open air. Yay, swim upward. And there is a shimmer. There is a light up there. All right, I stick will... My, uh, stick my head, or I'll let Jeb stick his head through first. Yeah. Jeb's going to do the whole, uh, was it Apocalypse Now? Just slowly <laughs> pops up. All right. All right, Jeb, you, uh, you swim up and slowly stick your head out of the water. The water here is like, now that you're on this end of it, you can see that there is a, a strong kind of tidal presence. You dip below and above the, the thing as, as, as basically the water breathes in and out of the tunnels that you've been in. And finally, when and your, your eyes are brought above the level of the, of the lip, you see a large chamber. It looks like, um, like a well-lit castle's chamber, uh, a foyer. There are ever-burning torches on the wall. There is some very old and uh, kind of moldy tapestries on the walls as well. You see a couple of chairs and a huge door at one end of it. This uh, room looks to be about like about 30 by 40 feet long. But you don't see any occupants. All right. Um, I will reach behind me and give the signal that it's safe to come up. All right. And I will crest the water like a majestic dolphin and flap my wings. <laughs> like a majestic dolphin. <laughs> like a majestic dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> like a majestic flying fish. Uh, okay, so you sail out of the water and slam into the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and flap there a few times as my mouth opens and closes gasping for air. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, as you climb out, you can see that this room is indeed mostly dry. It's a little dank smelling in here. Uh, and you see now that you have a, as, as your companions are slowly coming up out of the, the, the hole in the ground. Bunch of they stoners see. in the corner. <laughs> they see. the dank weeds. <laughs> As, as my companions come up, they see Jeb has pulled down one of the tapestries and is just drying his back. With oh, it. you're using the smelly towel. That's disgusting. Yes. 
Trian's face. But yes, uh, like I said, this room uh, appears to be just um, a big waiting area. Uh, there are four pillars holding up a ceiling that is somewhat vaulted. This place is, those of you who with, with any, actually you don't even really need to observe. This place is carved to look like stonework, but it is literally just carved to look like stonework. The bricks in the wall are just drawings of bricks made with a chisel. Um, the uh, tech magic spell to look around. All right, you detect magic. There's a magic on the large door at the far end, and uh, the tapestries are also radiating a, a, a dim aura of magic. I look over at Jeb and go, uh, "Those tapestries are slightly magical. You might not want to be wiping your ass with those yet." <laughs> Muted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that funny anyway. <laughs> it was funnier just seeing you do the motions of like the yeah. towel between the legs and then yelling yeah. something that we none of us could hear. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I said. I, I have it between my legs going whoopity whoop. <laughs> Getting the old taint. Get, right. get the taint dry. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry. Do we know what, um, what kind of magic I'm detecting on the tapestries? Uh, yes, you're detecting illusion magic on the tapestries. <laughs> it's not actually a tapestry. It's like some kind of fungus. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a huge like um, mold that just flops down on top. Oh, what are those, those cave manta rays things? <laughs> cloakers. <laughs> yeah, it's a cloaker. Dark mantle. Dark mantle. Yeah, that's right. But yes, uh, that's that's uh, that's what you can detect on the door. The door is giving off an aura of abjuration and evocation. And, and whatever ever-burning torches are. Or excuse In me, other words, con- conjuration. The door is magic, probably most likely magically trapped. You're guessing. What I'm like, seeing. It's a big, formidable uh, door. Um, the knockers on the door are literally halfway up these 20-foot-high doors. They're 10 feet in the air. Let's, oh, so, uh, fi- let's find out what illusion magic is on these tapestries before we go towards that oh, door. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I can go examine the door while y'all check out these tapestries. Uh, okay. I'm not. I, I, this illusion eludes me. All right. Okay. Would you like to spellcraft, lady? <laughs> sure. The illusions. 33. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, you begin to examine the tapestries. Um, you can see it like there's a there's a dense uh, a dense carpet of black and brown mold all over everything. So it's difficult to see what everything was. But you do see a number of bit of threads uh, or yeah, a number of bits of gold embroidery on the bottom. And you're able to surmise that this tapestry will uh, display for you a pre-programmed uh, image uh, if you if you ask for it, or or a pre-programmed thing if you ask for it, and it must be asked for in the language of dragons. Hmm. So, like, basically scrying, but with a. The tapestry? Mm, yes, but uh, 
but more specific. Like it has specific areas it will show. Does, oh. does the chairs look like they would be facing the tapestry so someone could sit in the chairs and basically watch TV or like the security <laughs> cameras? Kinda, yeah. They they are movable. You could pick one of the big chairs. They are bigger than normal, but movable. I, I was just kind of curious if maybe the dragon had transformed itself into a humanoid form, was sitting here using the tapestries to watch the area or wherever they're showing, sort of like a security camera system. Perhaps. See, that's a um, lot smarter than what I was thinking. I was just picturing a, uh, a nudie a show, pre-programmed. <laughs> uh, show me potato salad, screensaver, <laughs> <laughs> or or a bunch of YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Show like me cat plays like, piano. I was thinking like that crystal ball trope where they're just like, oh, what are they doing right now? I, I know draconic. I can give it a test. Okay, give it a go. Uh, if we come, you cast predict digitation to clean the actual thing so we get all the mold and stuff off of it. All right. Show uh, you, us the room we're in now. All right. Um, you say that and you see the um, you see the threads all over the tapestry begin to reweave themselves in a, in a very rapid fashion. And the, well, in conjunction with your press digitation and the rapid movement, like a lot of the the de- debris, the mold, the, the fungus on it, just sort of just shakes off as if it were like just dust, creating small piles of. Well, it's not it's not pleasant smelling stuff, but the tapestry after that is mostly clean, and you can see an overhead view of yourself and your companions looking at the wall in real time. I wiggle my arms to see uh, if it's in real time. The the embroidered and stylized version of you, which is kind of at like a 2D like, you know, um angle. Mm-hmm. Like it's at a uh what do you call it? The like, like a, it well, no. <laughs> Isometric. Kinda, but not really. Like you know how old video <laughs> games Diablo view. No, um Zelda view. Okay. Yeah, like it has an image of you in profile mm. moving oh. <laughs> that kind of shifts around, but it's like they didn't really do perspective in older like things like that. So it, it, it's it's trying to grapple with the perspective of overhead. Like you're guessing it doesn't really show this sort of thing often. Mm, <laughs> I just want to test out one thing with it before I... Um... Burn it. No, I'm Burn it. No. Um, let me use my last spell crystal to vanish and see if I vanish from the tapestry. All right. Uh, yes. You're, you see, uh, you see, a, a, like little star shapes appear on the tapestry around where you were, and then they disappear as well. Okay. So I just, tapestries don't have true vision. Yeah, which is, you know, I'm, I was curious if we could use these to spy into other rooms and see if we saw any, like, invisible things or hidden passageways, but it looks like it just gives you, like, a basic. What you would oh, see. In, yeah. in Draconic, I asked to see the uh, entrance of the cave. Um, you, <laughs> you see, you, you hear the, you hear the sound of the 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 reweaving the rapid reweaving front coming from behind you on the other side of the wall the other okay. tapestry go clean another tapestry real quick then all right well yeah while you're cleaning and it's reweaving you see not what not what you 
are expecting to see the crack in the wall you see a small like house you see a small house that has like a very familiar like sh- like the, the the style of dress the size you see a little woman sitting there smoking a pipe on the porch of the house and a- another figure moves out carrying um a, a laundry basket the hot springs yes it's the entrance to the hot springs k oh So the cave systems are connected. <laughs> so it seems. I'll, I'll bring this atten- to everybody else's attention and make sure they understand what I was actually, what I was looking for and what we got. We asked to see the dragon. want to see where the dragon is. All right. Um, you don't speak Draconic, do you? No, okay. maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, let's check. Let's see. <clears throat> Maybe we should just ask. Where I do Ord speak Draconic. All right. Mm. All right. You ask. You ask to see the dragon. Then suddenly, both tapestries start weaving themselves rapidly. One depicts a. <laughs> one depicts a. Like a cutaway of a doll's house. And on the wall of the the cutaway which is clearly a tavern you see a huge skull of a dragon and on the and like two levels below it you see like a a basement where they obviously store barrels and ales and everything and below that you see crates crates and crates and crates and crates the bones and meanwhile behind you you see what appears to be just a massive image of a spectral um black dragon there are fish and things slowly moving around. Its eyes are con- constantly weaving and reweaving as if they are like flashing and glowing, as if it's looking back at you somehow. This this embroidered image has a weird life of its own. Stop showing me the dragon. Stop showing me the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Stop showing you the dragon. And everything becomes a neutral sort of uh, floral pattern all over the thing. Hmm. All right, so we're so, so we know where the these. bones. What? What? Start over. Jeb. I was saying, so we're definitely taking these tapestries. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to see if they're tied to the actual place, or if it's placement magic, or if it's something that's portable. Um, just from your examination, lady outside, you know these probably can be taken. They're not convenient by any stretch of the mag- imagination. They're like. They're like 20 by 15 foot hanging wall hangings. Just roll these up. Yeah. We can we can stick them um, in the portal. Actually, I would like to um see if we can actually I want to look back at the city capital. Um one of the uh whatever the name of the guy was that was in uh the Captain of the guard that we turned in the criminals to. I want to try to test the distance of this. All right. Um, what are you specifically saying to the, if you speak Draconic? I do speak Draconic. All right. Um, I will actually use the name of the captain of the guard that we actually, because he introduced himself. Oh, gosh, I forgot. <laughs> I will use his actual name. All right. Captain Guardman. Yeah. 404, information not found. 
You're asking mm. to specifically see that guy? <clears throat> specifically. All right. The, uh, the tapestry weaves itself into a different floral pattern. As if it, like, doesn't understand the, the directions. Okay. Uh, make another spellcraft check now that you've tethered with it. Um, the exact same thing. Okay. 33 again. Lady outside, now that you've seen how it works and see that it works, you look at to the bottom row of, of golden threaded um, runes and iconography on the ground. And you realize that in order for it to see something or someone, it has to be like physically programmed into it by a seamstress or an embroiderer. Hmm. You, you have to charge it with its own particular rune related to that sort of thing. And you see, actually, as you investigate it slowly, some things have been unstrung and taken out over the years. You see parts where it's not as faded as other places or it's in better condition or worse condition. You can see where it's been threaded and re-threaded dozens of times in certain spots. Hmm. So, yeah, we just roll these things up and be like, here you go, goalie. Hang on to these. Okay. How much does a Actually, 20 by, 20 by uh, 15 carpet weigh? <laughs> a lot. Good bit. Oh. Yes, yeah, a good bit. And by the way, I, I actually say in draconic inner chambers. Um, you get a image on the wall of on either side of the wall, each side depicting uh, two to three rooms. One is a, a throne room that lies just beyond this doorway. Like you can see your your room much smaller. It's like like the overhead map of video game basically is what you're looking right. at. Um, and then there's a big audience chamber just beyond these, do these doors with both a, it has, you can tell by the shape and a style of things is there is a throne of a human size and then a massive curtain. And on this side, a massive throne of even bigger size. The interior of that chamber, pre-describing chambers you're not even in. Jesus Christ, this is going to take a minute. The interior of that chamber is um, <laughs> basically a long carpeted walkway with, um, base, with a liquid on either side, from what you can tell, come surrounding the columns that support it. Making it difficult to actually like move around a lot in here. If you're just going straight to the throne, if you're approaching it straight out or straight to dead, if you're guessing, if the dragon is displeased with you. But on either side of that, however, there are stairs going up and down. The one going up clips over to the side of the, um, the tapestry. The one going up reveals a suite of rooms, all sort of um, just. They look like guest bedrooms or, and a few labs. Like It looks like a place of where someone who was basically setting up shop here had set up shop here. There's, there's, uh, it's hard to tell from like just the various shapes of things. Cause like I said, this is a tapestry. This is all embroidery. Some things are just too crudely depicted to quite grasp what they are. You think one might be like a library? One, one seems to have like benches and things in it. One of them is clearly a kitchen. And beyond that, there's oh. a few. Hmm? Just a real quick question. Looking at this area, using maybe knowledge engineering, and I'll mention, say this out loud. Um, 
Does this architecture match any kind of known architecture? Like, would this be, could this be dwarven architecture or could this be some race created this before and the dragon took this over as a layer? Or did this look like the dragon actually somehow designed this himself? I mean, I know he probably did some modifications, but I'm wondering if somebody else was involved with the construction of this place. Um, it's pretty clear that this place was not constructed by a dragon. Like, it's not... It has too many angles. Dragons typically build their layers to be more like, like cats prefer laying in curved areas. Dragons also like curves. They like dips, they like th divots and things like that. It, the natural layer of a dragon is, is mostly stone and a lot of it worn smooth and, and a place that a dragon has made comfortable through the application of time and pressure. This place is constructed to impress knowledge history um was there any kingdoms or anything that was located in this area that might have been um ruins or leftover from this sure. location sure go ahead and roll it and i'm gonna add a plus one to that so um just barely a 20. all right let's see you are i'll guessing. mention that out loud too yeah you're guessing that the um the the place is probably a portion of one of the old dwarven kingdoms that used to inhabit these mountains before a lot of wars happened uh, 500 years or so ago this place probably somehow miraculously oh no no yeah that happened way after so this place was somehow probably built by some dwarven lord or whatever and then eventually just taken over co-opted and modified by the dragon did it look like it was built before the upheaval on land or after the upheaval on land? Well, after the upheaval happened, like at tectonic times, like this. this oh, okay. This, this place has been here forever. Uh, I'll some, mention those sub. I'll mention that to demo marker all the other guys. He's like, ah, oh, a chunk of history. A chunk of history with not a scrap of gold in it. <laughs> well, let's he points to like all the various rooms shouldn't one of these have like a isle of treasure in it somewhere i point toward the giant doors maybe they're behind that huh well i mean the tapestries are depicting maybe they're not connected maybe it's maybe the we're gonna have to go through here aren't we mm -hmm. i don't absolutely also, perhaps the dragon wouldn't have programmed, because you had mentioned that he had to program these things. Maybe he didn't program his horde because he wanted to see it in person. Ah. Well, you did say some of these were removed, so mm -hmm. he might have removed the locate the room location that held the treasure. If I was a dragon, I usually, um, as far as I understand, dragons like to be close to their horde. So mm -hmm. that big, wide open area that's behind the throne area. There should be a probably a secret door or something that locate that goes to the treasure hoard. He's gonna want it close. Yeah. Well, here's and, hoping. But let's, if you don't mind me saying, gentlemen and lady, let's make camp here for the night. I feel like we could use a little bit of rest after today's not a problem. Excitement. I go, I, I go over to one of the walls and I cast my uh Sylvan Refuge, whatever thing is. <laughs> Okay. And uh, I did a little research. A 12 by 16 foot rug weighs 60.6 pounds. 
So a 15 by 20 probably weighs 65. <laughs> I don't believe you. Are you are you talking about like a well it might be like it's an area like, rug. Like an a Persian rug. rug. Yeah. Sixty pounds. So it would probably weigh even less because it doesn't have the, the, the backing. Yeah. Still though, it's it's a big bolt of cloth. It might <laughs> yeah, weigh up to a cloth. A big bolt of cloth and thread. So it might weigh up to a hundred hundred pounds or more. And then you did say that there was gold. Yeah, there's golden thread. And how much does magic weigh? None of us know. (laughs) Yeah. How many angels can dance on the pit of a head? Uh, 15. How many roads (laughs) must a man walk down? 42. 42. (laughs) Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I do my Sylvan Hideaway. All right. Does that work here? It should. Um, wait a second. Is there any part of this um tav- in this cavern that's got natural rock? Uh, it's all no. Well, you said it was carved. Yeah, it is carved. So I'm gonna suggest uh, just just scratching your name and scratching into something. I'm gonna say no. Yes, you can use the walls here as long as it is not okay. connected to another. Yeah. So then Come yes. On. If anybody feels like throwing a heal spell my way so that uh oh if we're gonna rest absolutely you don't have to worry about that all right you guys i'll, I'll, I'll do some tank up <laughs> so if you guys need to tank up real quick on spells spells uh, this will be spells. a good time to remind you of that spell book oh yeah um i yeah. I have I, I only got up to the fourth level spells while I was populating it today. Um, oh, but if you want to, yeah, if you can just sh- shoot shoot it to me or something, and then I'll yeah, share it with uh, Mahogany. Okay. Uh, well, I, I I was making sure I focused on the illusions. I'm not quite done, but I'll just give you hmm. the illusions that are in it right now if you want. Uh, All right. Unless you're sure. waiting for the com- complete version, it's up to you. Yeah. How many hit points do you need? Said I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no worries. <laughs> Excuse me. We don't have to do that on the air. I know. Yeah. You just posted it in Discord. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I forget that Discord is such a handy, handy tool to use. N- note passing apparatus. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Discord. Better than Facebook. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's but not hard. <laughs> It's also better than MySpace. Oh, let's not go crazy. You can put music on MySpace. <laughs> not anymore. MySpace. Actually, you can't. You can play music on Discord because Jesse does it all the time. But I, mm. I don't know if you have to like buy the. Yeah. You, you have can. to like power up or whatever to call it. Nitro. Anyway, so yeah, I, do we want to look at these doors before we call it a night? No. To see if there's. Jeb, did you just blatantly ignore me when I asked you how many hit points you had? Yes, he did. Yeah, I okay. did not hear that. Just I, was, I only needed seven, <laughs> which okay. I will get from a night's rest. So oh. yeah, when, when the uh, NPC slash dungeon master goes, hey, maybe we should rest here for the night. Going further in the dungeon <laughs> sounds like uh, an insane combat that we might not be ready for. 
Well, I wasn't going to open them. I was just going to check them to see if they were trapped mm-hmm. or anything. Also, now that we're They're out trapped. of the... That I, I want my snake back. Oh, yes, Same. of course. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, Delamark will gladly break out the familiars, make sure his frog is unmolested after after he gives you all this <laughs> looking for... <laughs> The Bites snake regurgitates it. It comes out whole. <laughs> Between the snake and the scorpion. Uh-huh. I mean, he little, looks a little traumatized, but no worse for wear. I, um, just a frog on his hat. I killed a snake once. They had a whole bullfrog in it. Ugh. Sounds terrible. I then ate the snake. And the frog. It's a, Is that the one on the video? It's a, it's a, yeah. a fro-snuckin'. I, I didn't eat the frog legs. They were uh, <laughs> mostly digested at that point. Oh. Uh. Although that, what what ate the snake though? Because you gotta have a Toker ate the snake. I okay, the snake. so it's a so it's a toe snake snog. Dog. A toe snog. Torstarg. Torstarg. That's gonna be my next barbarian's name. Torstarg. The unbroken. needs it. The double stuffed. I can. I only need two more hit points to be back to full. Right. Yeah, I, I, I figure one. Uh, I could probably do one or two channels, and we'll be good. Well, luckily, since I got stunned and sank, I didn't have too many issues. <laughs> <laughs> Just got hit a couple of times, and that was it. Lights out for old Jebster. Nighty night. Oh God! I okay. already had my night's rest. Eight rounds of it. Guys, this is midnight. Uh, I don't really want to start another combat or anything. No, no, I figured no, this no, was no, a no. wrap-up. Goodbye. Point. Okay. Um, cool. And uh, we is... leveled, right? We leveled, so I can charge that staff. <laughs> actually, actually, no. Yeah, you guys can do your eighth level if you want to. Yeah, of uh, course we yeah. want to. We're, we're, All right, we're then, yeah, I, I would rather you guys go into the. Re- no, no. I'd rather you guys go into the dungeon proper with your, with the eighth levels. Yes. I mean, look at it this way. We'll be eighth level, but I will still be short a fourth level spell because I am going to charge that staff. <laughs> One whole charge. Give me that charge. Give me that charge. Well, that's cool. All right, cool. All right, everybody, thanks for, for listening. This has yeah, been a... Uh, thank you, guys. I started doing a little, little, like, official at the end of it. This has been a production. You just finished listening to Raiders of the Lark, a homebrew detritus production. Yay! Please, please like visit that. our uh, our website for more details and links to our many other shows and our Patreon mm. account because we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, give me a script. I want to do one. Do an outro. Do your own, do your own script. Oh, you geez, do okay. it. You do it right now. Do it's a hateful. Now. I don't know. I don't know the information. Oh, I just but, uh, told you. <laughs> I was not paying attention. Do the Porky Pig. Uh, please don't eat me. I'm a pig. <laughs> no, that's all, folks. Oh, go oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it's appropriate to mock people with speech impediments unless I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cartoon, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all, folks.